You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bible Plus. You know, it is a strange time that we are living in, but I am always encouraged by Luke 10.42, where the Lord Jesus says that Mary, who is sitting at his feet, listening to his word, has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. So there are not many things we realize that we can put our trust in and will not be taken away from us. But spending time with the Lord and listening to his word is something that can never be taken away from us. So I am very thankful we always have the abiding, fresh, and living word of the Lord. And today we are looking into Acts 5. And the book of Acts as a whole focuses on the propagation of this wonderful person, the resurrected Christ. And in chapter 5, we continue to see the propagation of the resurrected and ascended Christ. But additionally, we have a negative scene among the believers at the beginning of this chapter. Uh, and this negative scene is in contrast to the positive scene among the believers at the end of chapter 4. Um, so at the end of chapter four, there is this positive situation. The apostles were preaching the resurrection of Jesus with great power. There was great grace upon all the believers. They even had such a strong one accord, a strong oneness to the point that the heart and soul of all the believers was one. And the issue of this was a temporary practice of having all things common. They sold all their possessions and laid them at the feet of the apostles. Now, this was a temporary practice. And we'll see in chapter 5, selling all your possessions and giving it to the church was not a requirement. Uh, and this practice is also not really mentioned in the epistles. So it's not something we need to focus on trying to have today. But it was there at that time. Uh, and so then uh, that's kind of the background. And then at the beginning of chapter 5, we have this negative scene with Ananias and Sapphira who sell a piece of property and give a false amount to the apostles, claiming that they sold it for less than they did. And the result is that they uh, both uh, instantly uh, pass away. Um, so they said here... Uh, they said, here, you know, here you go. We have sold the property for X amount and we are giving all of it to you, the apostles. When in reality, they actually sold it for more than they said. So even though they said they gave all the proceeds to the apostles, they actually kept some for themselves. And uh, we can't go into depth into what's going on here because of time, but just to emphasize from what we can learn from this section is uh, firstly in uh, verses three through four, Peter says, why has Satan filled your heart to deceive the Holy Spirit and to put aside for yourself some of the proceeds of the land? While it remained, was it not your own? And when it was sold, was it not under your authority? Why is it that you have contrived this thing in your heart. You have not lied to men, but to God. 
So this shows us that it was completely voluntary, not a requirement for the believers to sell their possessions and give the proceeds to the church. Uh, and we can also, um, from this this portion in these these verses, we can also we we can recognize that the issue here was not greed. It was not that they were unwilling to give all the proceeds of their sale, because that was not a requirement. But the hypocrisy and the deceit were the problem. Ananias and Sapphira wanted to have a reputation of being absolute for the Lord while still having something for themselves. They wanted the glory from the other believers. They wanted to be regarded as so spiritual and for the Lord. And from this account, we can realize that just like Satan filled the heart of this couple, whenever we have the aspiration to gain glory for ourselves, we give Satan the opportunity to fill our hearts. Ananias and Sapphira were genuine believers, but their heart could still be filled by Satan because of their desire to receive glory from others. Their spirit was indwelt by the Holy Spirit, but their heart could still be filled by Satan because of their ambition, uh, because of their desire to be something. So we should we should be very on guard whenever we have a desire to gain glory for ourselves, to become something in the church, to have a certain reputation, because at that moment we're giving Satan an opening in our being and our and we ourselves are are even at risk of suffering spiritual death. You know, the church, according to 1 Timothy 3.15, is the pillar and the base of the truth. So everything in our church life should be honest, pure, real, and genuine. We don't want to be people pretending to be something that we are not. We should just be sincere. But Ananias and Sapphira lied to the Spirit. They are pretending to be absolute for the Lord. Again, if they had just said, we sold our property for X amount, but we feel only to give half, then there would have been no problem. Greed was not the issue here, but the deceit, the hypocrisy was the issue. And so after this, verse 12 um, continues kind of the positive scene where there are many signs and wonders being done by the apostles and multitudes were being added to the Lord. But this filled the Sadducees uh, in that area with jealousy. So they took the apostles into custody. But in the night, an angel of the Lord opens the doors. And what he charges them to do is, is awesome. Uh, it's, he says, speak to the people all the words of this life. And I love this expression, this life, this life. This life is the divine life the life of God. It was by this life, the divine life, that Peter lived and ministered so that the angel could even say, this life. Peter's living and work made this life so real and present in his situation that the angel could even point it out. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? And so when Peter is released, what does he speak about? Well, from this and in verse 31, the Bible tells us he speaks about the life. 
And he speaks about Christ the person, and actually the life is just Christ the person. So Peter speaks about a life, a person that can be experienced and enjoyed by anyone at any time and in any place, and that he himself was actively enjoying. And it's so helpful to see that Peter did not go out and endeavor to advance a teaching. And he didn't even go out and show people and uh, tell people about a great miracle. You know, probably we would have gone out if we were in that situation and told everyone, wow, I was in prison and an angel came and wow, what a miracle. We got out and the locks weren't even open. Nobody knew what happened. All the guards were at the doors, but wow, what a miraculous event that we escaped. Uh, but this is not what Peter talks about. He speaks of the person, the re- the crucified and resurrected person, Jesus, who he says in verse 31 has become the leader and the savior. He is the leader ruling sovereignly over the earth with his authority. Why? So that the environment could be fit for the savior to be brought to God's chosen people. So this person The resurrected and ascended Christ is the leader and the savior ruling over the earth, even though it may not seem like it, making the environment fit for God's chosen people to receive his salvation. And in Revelation 1.5, he is called the ruler of the kings of the earth. So there are kings on earth, but Christ is the ruler over the kings. And this really means that there is only one ruling. Isn't that awesome? The title, the ruler of the kings of the earth, is a dethroning title to all the kings of the earth. There is only one ruler, and there is only one on the throne, and that is Christ himself. Right now, we may not see him ruling directly, but as the Savior, bringing his people to himself, surely we can see his arranging the environment for this purpose. I think especially if we consider our own testimonies of how we came to know the Lord and enjoy Him, we can really see that He was arranging everything to bring us to the point that we would be head over heels in love with Him. Uh, Well, thank the Lord for the book of Acts. It's so awesome to see this wonderful person, the resurrected Christ, being propagated and the church life just happening house to house. And from this chapter specifically, may we all pray that the Lord would make us people of this life. I think that's an awesome prayer and a simple prayer to pray, Lord, make me a person who lives by this life and speaks this life to others.